Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Friday, 4th August, 2023. Our bit today is taken from Luke 16, verse 29, which said, Abraham said unto him, They have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. Well, friends, it's Friday, the beginning of the long Caribana weekend in Toronto. And anybody who is anybody will be out there playing mass. That only means I'm not anybody because I won't be out there with them. Too old for it now, people. And anyway, it's not as nice as it used to be back in the earlier years. And the day's begun nice and sunny. So let's hope it's not as hot as yesterday. Because if it is, we're going to burn up in the hot sun in Lamport Stadium later today at the Panalai Festival. But look at how life changed. Eh? That's the only Caribana celebration I attend these days, the Panalai Festival on the Friday evening. I don't even know that it's Caribana sometimes unless someone reminds me. But as the old people would say, after one time is two years. And that's the indisputable truth. As you grow older, you change in manifold ways. Forgetting what lies behind, that's the childish things you did, and reaching forth to what lies ahead. But however you shake it, the world still declares, and we spell declares right. TGIF, thank God it's Friday, and the weekend or party time is here at last. Glory be. Hello, friends. With a whisper from the Holy Spirit, I remembered that today we are going to look at the second part of Jesus' parable about the rich man and the beggar Lazarus. And believe me, this last part might just be more, might just be the more important aspect of the parable. Why do I say so? Now let's see. A couple days ago, we dealt with the first part that told us about the rich man living the sumptuous life here on earth and Lazarus, the poor beggar, sitting at his gate, chowing down on the crumbs from the rich man's table while the dogs licked his many sores. Then both of them died. The beggar went to heaven in Abraham's bosom while the rich man went to hell. From that scenario of hellfire, the rich man looked up and saw Lazarus ensconced in the bosom of Abraham and begged him to send Lazarus to dip his finger in some cool water and place it on the tip of his tongue because he was terribly tormented. Anyhow, Abraham informed him that that was impossible because of his record on earth where he was rich and greedy and ungodly while Lazarus had suffered without cause. And in any case, there was an impassable gulf between heaven and hell so that no one could pass back and forth. And what was the rich man's reply? That's the second part coming up here. Then he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send him, that's Lazarus, to my father's house, for I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come 
into this place of torment. And that's Luke 16, 27 to 28. Oh, my people, at last he was thinking of others and not only of himself. And that's what usually happens when we make mistakes and disaster strikes us. It's then and only then that we think about family and friends who might make the same unwise decisions. Unfortunately, though, Abraham's answer wasn't what he wanted to hear. Abraham said unto him, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he, that's the tormented ex-rich man, said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he, that's Abraham, said unto him, the tormented one, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. And that comes from Luke 16, 29 to 31. Our friends, that says a lot about our reaction to God's word and the teaching of the prophets. And the scholars note that in verse 31, the if here carries the weight of sins. They were not paying attention to the light they already had. And their hard-heartedness is not necessarily overcome by miraculous signs. And you see that very clearly in all the miraculous works that Jesus did. And yet the many who did not believe in him, those whose hearts remained as hard as ever despite those signs. My people, let's wake up and realize that after death, there is no second chance, no chance to then change our mind and accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. So we have to do it now while we are alive and we hear the word. Otherwise, crap or smoke we pipe. And the book of Hebrews tells us quite plainly, and as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment, so Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for or eagerly wait for him shall he appear the second time without or apart from sin unto salvation. And that's Hebrews 9, 27 to 28. Yes, my fellow saints, we die once and then the judgment, and Christ comes at some stage bearing salvation. Or as the scholars put it, there is no reincarnation. Every person gets one chance to prepare. And there's a comparison between Christ and man. As it is with man, so it was with Christ. As man can die only once, so the man Christ could die only once as a sacrifice. His relation to humanity would be marred if he had to die more than once. Furthermore, a second comparison seems evident that beyond death, there exists another reality. For man, it is the certainty of appearing for judgment. For Christ, it is the certainty of appearing with deliverance from, condemn sorry, from condemnation for them that look for or eagerly wait for him. I couldn't have put in any better or clearer, my friends. 
And that's why the second part of the parable is more important than the first. It drives home the reality that we have to make all of our decisions prior to death or to Jesus' second coming. And now that we fully understand the very important ramifications of that parable, let's go to the throne of grace through our Friday chant, asking for divine help as one voice. Oh Lord, thanks for getting me safely through this past week. You know it's been rough because of our many serious problems. They are escalating instead of improving. And it's obvious we obvious that we can't fix them on our own. So Lord, we desperately are crying out to you for your help. Oh, Heavenly Father, with your omnipotent help and our trusting faith, we know that we can stand strong and steadfast and defeat the simmering unrest in our land. We therefore ask you, Lord, to give our leaders the wise guidance to handle this unexpected storm properly. And please help the rest of us to be responsible and safe amidst all the anxiety and confusion of these ungodly times. We fervently pray to Lord that you will use the discontent and dissatisfaction in our land as a means of restoring faith in you. Please return backsliders to your fold show them the error of their ways and also please introduce a new flock of believers those who will embrace your love and compassion by the example that we your faithful believers set so that our sinful world can wake up and smell the coffee wake up and smell it sweet and strong and we pray this in the name of our lord and savior jesus christ amen and now, friends, let's not forget that before we can see divine favor, there must be a godly improvement in our behavior. Yes, we must improve if we want to see divine help. Much love. And the postscript for today says, if man wants to see heaven, he must accept Christ before he dies. Otherwise, he's hell-bound. And you can't get away from that truth, people. You must accept Christ before you die. Otherwise, Satan's place will be waiting there for you. So please, let's wisen up and get together. Start living in unity for Christ so that we could make a proper difference, a positive difference in this terrible world right now. And we pray that in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.